Good morning. This is Alicia Wellington. This morning's devotion is titled, What Are You Doing Here? First, we're going to look at Elijah. Elijah had just been used mightily by God. First, he spoke a drought into being. Elijah, he also miraculously brought deliverance to a widowed woman and her son during a time of famine by multiplying her oil and flour. So they had food for many days. He confronted the prophets of Baal at Mount Carmel by calling fire from heaven to consume his water-soaked sacrifice. Finally, Elijah spoke the end of the drought into being. One would think that after such great feats for God, he will be riding on a spiritual high. However, soon after, Elijah found himself hiding in a cave to escape the threat of a vengeful Jezebel. There, God met him and asked him a very profound question. What are you doing here? I believe that God asked that question in some form or another to many great men and women in the Bible. And he's asking it of you and me. Elijah, you were once a man of great faith, doing mighty exploits for the Lord. What are you doing here? When did you lose your faith? When did you become so self-important that you thought that, it, that I, might, I am using you alone to accomplish my purpose in the earth? Don't you know that I am the Lord? I have other great men who have not bowed down their hearts to Baal. Elijah, you have run away from your calling. You have put your giftings into hiding. They are no longer available to use to build my kingdom. What are you doing here, Elijah? Who told you that the gifts I poured out to you were yours? Who told you that they were conditional, that you can use them when you desired? Saul, pride and arrogance, 1 Samuel 15. Saul received specific instructions from God. Kill everything in the, kill everything in the battle with the Amalekites. However, he chose to disobey that instruction. Pride was his nemesis. Saul offered strange sacrifices to God to preserve his image in the eyes of Israel. In 1 Samuel 15, Samuel confronts him about his disobedience and arrogance. Verse 22, But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Saul, what are you doing here? Why is the esteem of men more important than your obedience to me? Don't you know that I resist the proud? but give grace to the humble. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. John 4, 6-7 Naomi, doubt, bitterness, low self-worth. She was born in Bethlehem, Judah, a place of bread and God's provision. But when the famine arose, her entire family migrated to another land to find sustenance. Perhaps she felt that God could not provide for her in a time of famine. However, in Moab, she lost everything, her husband, 
sons means a provision, dignity, and joy. God found her in a state of bitterness and posed the question in her heart. Why, what are you doing here, Naomi? Doubting my ability to care for you? Bitter with me for your losses and living among strangers? Rahab on the wall, one foot in and one foot out. Rahab represents one that hears the gospel or hears what God is doing and it pricks, pricked her heart but she, but she was holding on to her, her old lifestyle because it pays the bill. Wanting to serve the Lord, knowing enough about the gospel to converse with men of God and the move of God in the land but in bondage to your life choices beliefs and practices what are you doing here Rahab don't you know that I have a better plan for your life Goma unfaithfulness she can be found in the book of Hosea Goma was the wife of the prophet Hosea she was a prostitute when he married her Somehow, though, despite her loving husband, who forgave all her indiscretions, she repeatedly had affairs with other men. What are you doing here, Goma? What are you doing in the bed of another man? What are you doing returning to your past life? Don't you know that I have delivered you from your sexual addictions? Don't you know that I am a covenant-keeping God? That I am faithful? What are you doing here, sinning against me? Lot, living among unbelievers. Actually, this is where God wants us to be, living among the unsaved and willing to make a stand for righteousness. John 17, 14, 16 says, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world but that you protect them from the evil one they are not of the world even as I am not of it indeed God does not intend that believers live their lives in their own community separate and apart from non-believers but some of us take it too far we use this scripture to be in places and doing things that we ought not but I want to flip the script. Lot was living in a place where the spirit of lust was rife. That's a dangerous place for any believer to be. Not only lust, but homosexuality was very prevalent. The Bible admonishes us in, in Matthew 5.30 to cut it off. If your right hand offends thee, cut it off. Cut it off, otherwise it will penetrate and infect your life. And sometimes... We escape living on the edge, but not so our loved ones. Despite the city's immorality, Lot's wife could not let go. She could not get it out of her system. She looked back. His daughters were so exposed to immoral living that they taught it nothing to sleep with their father. If you are living a life of homosexuality, God is asking, what are you doing here? If lust is your nemesis, the question is the same. What are you doing here? 
there's deliverance for you for any yoke and weight and sin that so easily beset you. I bless you and do have a wonderful day.